Welcome to the Authentically Out There podcast. I'm Lizzie, a mindset and confidence coach. This podcast is for ambitious women who are ready to build unshakable confidence and a next level mindset so they can get authentically out there in their life and business. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of the Authentically Out There podcast. Today, I'm joined by the amazing Nicole, who is an anxiety and manifestation coach. She helps women break down the barriers of anxiety and create unstoppable confidence so that they can truly live the life they desire through manifestation. In this episode, we dive deep into Nicole's own personal journey with anxiety and how she has moved through this to create so much confidence in her own business and her own life. We also dive deep into so many amazing tools, tips, and techniques that you can use from today to start breaking down your anxiety and moving towards the life and business dreams that you desire. So without further ado, let's dive in. This meeting is being recorded. Hello, my love. I'm so happy to have you here. Hello. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited about what we're going to talk about today because obviously confidence is my jam. And I know that when, well, back in the day, I used to really struggle with anxiety. And I know that like really showing up confidently was such a struggle for me, especially when I was feeling really, really super anxious. So hopefully today we're going to get some like little tips and tools and techniques that can help everyone listening and to work through that. So I'd love for us to start by you giving a little insight into your journey and how you got to where you are doing the amazing work that you do. So I feel like my journey is quite a long one, <laughs> a lifelong journey really. But um, my, my journey with anxiety really started as a child. It goes back to as far as I can remember. And as a child, my anxiety manifested into stomach aches, feeling sick a lot of the time, not wanting to come to birthday parties, that sort of thing. And I would get myself so worked up. And I just thought that was normal. And of course, with mental health, it's only really just becoming acceptable to speak up and, you know, use your social media to help people that are struggling with their mental health. So back in childhood, and even my teenage years, um, I had no help or no insight to anxiety at all, really. And it wasn't until I got a diagnosis at the age of 18 that I realized there was a reason to why I felt the way I did every single day of my life. And of course, there was a stigma that came alongside the diagnosis. I, I felt like I just had something wrong with me. And I would think to myself things like, why can't I be just like my friends who are so normal? And it literally took me until my early 20s to realize that I didn't have to live that way. I didn't have to feel that way. And anxiety is so much more common than everybody thinks. At some point in their life, I guarantee everybody struggled with anxiety at some level because it is a normal emotion that we are supposed to feel, just not to the point where it's controlling your whole life and making you physically ill. Um, so as I said, I finally got diagnosed at the age of 18 and went on my own journey of finding different types of medication that would work for me, having counselling, uh, CBT, hypnotherapy, and I tried a bit of everything really. 
Um, but throughout that journey, I had a lot of ups and downs. I'd have periods of time where I felt amazing and confident. And then, of course, I would just spiral back down again, which is completely normal. It's just learning how to handle that. And I eventually just got to a point where I was so frustrated with how I felt and the way my life was going that I just had a complete mindset shift and decided that I was going to be in control of my life again, not anxiety. And now I've found a medication and a dosage that works well for me. I discovered meditation and mindfulness techniques, how to regulate my nervous system, which is a huge one, and just found personal development as a whole. And I started to dig a little deeper into my limiting beliefs that I developed from years of living with anxiety and started to remove those and created a growth mindset for myself. And I learned how to push myself out of my comfort zone comfortably. And most importantly, gained so much confidence and acceptance in myself, which keeps on, keeps, sorry, which keeps me going now and keeps me on track to focusing on that peace inner peace and calm in my life which I just wanted forever for as long as I can remember and it just feels amazing to be in this place now and that's how I got myself into coaching because I discovered the world of personal development and how amazing it is and I decided to make um my niche to be around anxiety and for women who struggle with anxiety because I know that being in that position is really hard and it's really hard to get out of that by yourself. So I just really wanted to start supporting women. And if I can help just one, then I'm happy. (laughs) Amazing. That's so amazing. Um, You said something then actually that I find really, really important, and that is regulating the nervous system. So many of us think oh, I'm just not confident or I'm always going to feel this way. And the reality is everything that we think and believe to be true is really down to how safe we feel in the body. And it's all relating back to the nervous system at the end of the day, because that's here to keep us primarily safe. Um, And if we did need to like run away from something really scary, that's how it would respond and react, because that's how we get back in safety I'd love to actually know some tools and tips that you use on yourself um, to support that because I think it would really help someone as a great place to start especially if at the moment you feel like you can't even breathe properly or you're just feeling feeling like you can't even move to take action I think coming back to a more state of calm um, can help you maybe think a little bit more rationally about what would be a good next step um so yeah I'd love to dive into that a little bit deeper yeah so definitely as you said especially if you're quite anxious and you're having a panic attack they can be really scary I'd say the first thing to start off with is your breathing so even if it's as simple as taking a deep breath in all the way to your stomach rather than keeping the breath just in your chest and keep taking those deep breaths that can regulate help to regulate your breathing again But I also love the box breathing technique. So, you know, breathing in for four, holding for four, out for four, holding for four and repeating. Um, Even visualizing the box, the square in your mind as you're doing it can help you because I know when you're in that moment of anxiety and panic, it's hard to think about anything. But if you just focus on that one square and that just breathing, it can just help it get back to normal and 
helps you to start focusing on making yourself better in the long run. Another amazing breathing technique that I love to use, um, especially if I don't know if anybody or yourself, if you've ever experienced this with your anxiety, is when you feel like you can't get a full breath. And I absolutely used to hate that feeling. I still find it uncomfortable now. And yeah. a great way of fixing that is to breathe in, start with three and out for four, in for four and out for five, and just increasing all the way up. And it just helps you to get enough air into your lungs because you, even though you always are, your mind's telling you that you're not. So through physically doing that, it just helps to calm that anxious thought down. Yeah, and so I feel like once you've got a control of your breathing again, something that I find absolutely amazing is mindfulness as a whole. So meditation, journaling, yoga is actually really good for anxiety. I've even just put a few videos on in my living room and given it a quick go. Like you don't have to be an expert, but just getting that bit of energy out through the stretching and the breathing through yoga is really calming for anxiety. Um, another thing I would say is, as we said, spoke about before, regulating your nervous system, which is so important. I mean, I didn't even know what the vagus nerve was, or I'd never even heard about it in my life. And since learning about that, I found it so, so, so helpful. And an amazing technique that I love is to just hum and it just kickstarts it and helps you for your nervous system to start working again as you'd like it to to get you out of that fight flight freeze or fall mode which lots of us with anxiety tend to live in all the time and I would just say as a whole to just be kind to yourself and take everything at your own pace so I used to beat myself up so much for just feeling anxious and for having anxiety and in reality it's not my fault it's just it's a part of me. It happened. It's happened to me, and I can accept that. And when I start to get into that headspace again of feeling anxious or upset about having to go through this in my life, I just show myself a bit of compassion and a bit of self love. I I like to have a good pamper session, or I love affirmations. Anything that's just going to help me feel a little happier in that moment really, really helps. Yeah, I love that, and um. One technique actually that I did years ago in therapy, and I actually still do it to this day um, when I can feel that anxiety building about a certain thing. It's usually when I am thinking about something that's going to go wrong in the future or like trying to predict an outcome that hasn't actually happened. And I like to just bring myself back into the present moment. So I do like five things that I can see, five things that I can hear, five things that I can feel. And um, and it just helps you start to think, do you know what? I'm actually in this moment right now and nothing is actually happening to me right now. Usually, like, I like to do this outside because there's, like, a lot of noises outside, like birds and, like, you can hear cars and things like that. And um, I just find it really powerful. And even better, I like to do it standing barefoot on grass because I feel really, like, grounded in the earth. Um, yes, but yeah, the, the mindfulness that. stuff is so powerful. And I think, I think as humans, we believe that it has to be really complicated, um, to change how you're feeling, or it has to be like a really long process. So like, say, for example, if you're having a particularly anxious moment that you're going to be like that for like the next week, 
but the reality is the body and the mind are so powerful and when you actually use them to their ability um it can actually ground you quite quickly and I know that you would probably say the same especially with some of the techniques that you've just said there yeah definitely and I absolutely love grounding I actually did some this evening while the kids were playing in the sandpit I thought I'm going to get on the grass get barefoot and just take in everything around me and I absolutely love the technique you spoke about that has helped me so many times as well and I'd just like to add as well that a really important step if anybody is feeling anxious or struggling at all is just to open up and speak to somebody if it's somebody that you love or trust if it's just somebody you work with or a teacher just get it all out to somebody or make that doctor's appointment or there are lots of helplines like the Samaritans and Mind UK who are on the other on the other end of the phone to sit and listen to you and help you and I promise you that once you get off that phone call or out of that conversation you will feel so so much better yeah 100 percent um so I want to talk about confidence because obviously you mentioned at the start that your anxiety used to stop you from doing things in your day-to-day life like wanting to show up and feel like you could go to things like events and I know that a lot of women probably listening are feeling the same like that ultimate anxiety about maybe going after a goal or desire that they want in their life or even just doing something like going on a date or like just feeling confident enough to get themselves out there and especially in business as well I know that a lot of women in business that I speak to have this ultimate fear around confidence online and actually showing up Um, and I do know that is something that you have worked through yourself so I'd love to know kind of how you got through that and things that you did to work through building up your own self-confidence while struggling with anxiety. Yeah, so I feel like you out of everybody in the world know the most about how scared I was and how anxious I was to even start my business. And once I'd got through that hurdle, the next hurdle was like showing my face on stories, even putting a picture on my grid, like a selfie. And when I was working with you through your group coaching program, I feel like I just learned so much valuable information that I put into practice and like the proof was in the pudding. Like (laughs) I was joining you on a live. Uh, I still show up on stories every day. I've just released my podcast. Like I'm feeling confident on client calls and through the work that we did together, I am, I was able to remove the limiting beliefs that were just keeping me so small. And looking back, a few of the beliefs that I did have about myself was that I I could never be confident because I've always been shy and I've always been anxious and that's just me. Or I could never achieve that. It's just obviously not meant for me. It's a different type of girl that's gonna be able to make a coaching business and make something for themselves. And or a main one about going, which was linked to my business and going live and going on stories is that people will laugh at me and I'll look stupid. And looking back now, even saying those to myself doesn't sound right. It feels so unnatural to me because I've worked on it so much. And through getting to the root cause of those beliefs and truly understanding that they weren't fact, they were just lies that I'd told myself to well, as I thought, keep myself safe, but it was just keeping myself small. And 
yeah, I was able to take those away and replace them with really positive beliefs that have helped me to grow in my business and in my life as a whole. And now I know that I can gain confidence because I've done it. I've proved it to myself. And when I look back at those beliefs, like if anybody laughs at me or makes fun of me, I just think, well, that's their opinion and that's their comment. And it's probably something their own shadow is showing themselves that they need to work on. And that's not for me to worry about. And one of the best quotes that I live by now is what other people think about you or say about you is none of your business. And through taking that on, it's helped me build literally the most confidence I've ever had in my whole life. And I think another way of doing this was creating self-love. And as I said, I like to do that through affirmations, but also doing a lot of inner child healing. And I feel like I've finally been able to give myself the credit I deserve for working through anxiety. Like anybody who's been through it, like yourself, you know how hard it is to get through those moments, even though they may seem small to somebody else. It really does feel like a battle sometimes. And yeah, I've just learned to not be so hard on myself and speak to myself kindly, just as I would to anybody else or to my inner child. So yeah, yeah. I, I love being on this side of it all and the other side, that's for sure. Yeah, it's amazing. And like, I just love how powerful you found all that work because I see a lot, people wanting the big shiny success or they want like the partner or they want like this amazing goal and it's all beautiful but I always say this to all the clients I work with you have to understand the things that are holding you back to get there because if you have beliefs around that I'm not good enough or I'm never going to be confident what we believe becomes our reality and that is why that deep mindset work is so important to really understand what is actually going on internally and like really when you get to the bottom of that and do that inner child healing that is when you can start to understand why you don't feel safe because the reality is our action is based on how safe we feel within our body and a combination of the mindset work and the regulating the nervous system is really the vital parts into starting to move to where you want to be um, because without that especially if you have anxiety alongside um, on a regular basis together, that is so important because otherwise you will forever not feel safe within your body to take that action towards where you want to be. Um, and you're like a living, breathing proof that by doing that work, you have gone on to achieve amazing things um, that you probably didn't even dream were possible, like maybe five, yeah. 10 years ago. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> And like, it's just such a powerful vision for anyone listening to this that is thinking, I will never be able to start a business because my anxiety is holding me back right now. Um, so yeah, just love that. And I'm honestly celebrating you so much. Little, yeah. little podcast celebration. Woo! Yeah, no, thank um, you. <laughs> but no, it's amazing. And I was actually going to say something else. My train of thought has just gone off it's gone my train of thought I'm trying I'll see if it comes back um later on in the podcast but I was going to say something else and I've just completely forgot because we're real here and we just forget things yep, as well. it happens. <laughs> um so keeping on the topic of confidence I'd love to know like what true confidence means for you because there's this big misconception about confidence that it's like 
you have to be really loud. And I understand that if you maybe do struggle with anxiety more, being loud might scare the F out of you. And you might be like, well, I don't want to like shout the loudest. I don't want to like go and be like the one that's always in the center of the room with all eyes on me because that doesn't feel good within my body. So I'd love to know like what you, what you actually think true confidence means. Yeah, definitely agree with what you say. And I think growing up, I did believe that that was what confidence meant. And I think that's why I had such a huge limiting belief around it because I just knew that that would never be me. And now I know I can be confident without having to fit that image, that sort of like image that's decided for you. Because at the end of the day, you can have confidence and still not want to be the center of attention. If you're an introvert, I'm, I'd say I'm a mixture of both, but if you're an introvert, you can still be very confident. And that's such a misconception around people with anxiety, especially because if you look into, you know, people that are in the public eye some of those have like crippling anxiety and you may think well how can they have that but as I said it's like confidence and showing up is has a different meaning for everyone but to me true confidence means having enough love for yourself that it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of you and it's understanding your worth so much so that it can't be lowered by anything else like needing validation from Instagram likes, for example, I'm saying that because I used to be that way, um, or letting anybody else's comments or opinions get you down because you truly know that whatever you're doing is for the greatest good and because you love it and you enjoy it. And I also think it's showing up in every area of your life as yourself and being 100% authentic and never apologizing for it. And the people that love you and are meant to be in your life with you will always love you for being you and whoever doesn't they're not meant to be there anyway so they can just carry on walking yeah and I think um something you said then it's like it's almost like we need to start looking at confidence as we don't need to change who we are so mm. you can be confident and feel anxious at the same time like it yeah. is fine yeah. and being confident is literally not about trying to remove your anxiety completely so you never feel anxious and so you can do all the things that you want to do it's about understanding that like you can be confident by just being you and that's amazing we all have our own magical traits we all have our own magical things that we're all I don't know we, we're, all, we're all different aren't we and we all have our own magical things and it's like it's about accepting those things about you that maybe you don't like or that you wish weren't there but not allowing them to stop you from actually just showing up as your true self um because I know for me for so long that just used to really affect me because I used to actually base my confidence on external things like my hair and like the way I looked and like the way I dressed and how much weight I'd lost and all these things and it's like they never truly made me feel confident because internally I didn't feel confident. Internally, I didn't believe in myself. I was always seeking that confidence and validation from other people. Like I would go and spend like thousands on like clothes. And then if people didn't say, oh, I love your outfit, I'd be like, oh my God, just like, it was almost like I needed that to make myself feel confident. And now I'm just like, 
worked through those reasons why the beliefs the childhood stuff that was coming up of not feeling good enough not worthy enough and now confidence for me isn't based on that it's just about being able to show up as myself I guess yeah Um, definitely and be real and vulnerable like yeah I'm having a bad day cool it doesn't mean I'm not confident it's just like I don't want to be as like loud and out there today because I'm not feeling it yeah and I feel like especially in business or within your social media when you do show up authentically in that way and you share the highs and the lows people can just relate to you so much more and see you for who you are and behind all of the Instagram highlight reel that everybody shows it's it's just amazing to see someone and seeing people just be themselves I I love it and I completely agree with you uh in needing I used to want to get confidence from external things too like I would spend so much on my hair and if it wasn't perfect or if that one person who I wanted to say it looked nice didn't because they were just distracted doing something else I would really focus on that and I feel like through doing the inner work those other things just naturally don't matter as much to me or I just appreciate myself in a different light and that's definitely another benefit of healing from the inside I think yeah I love that I always say like the inner glow up is the outer grow up which is obviously like the program that I did because it's so true and like we all want the outer like we all want to like grow to our next level and stuff but without the solid foundations it's just been built on like rocky ground um and honestly anyone listening to this the inner work will change your life and the the inner child healing really getting clear on what's going on internally um is my jam and the magic that I love um so obviously with anxiety you may feel worse some days, you may feel less anxious, some days you might not feel anxious at all, um, because it is just all energy and motion through our bodies and things and scenarios may happen and it may heighten things. And I'm sure anyone listening probably resonates as well that has anxiety and that some days you feel invincible and some days you're like, I just need to get out of this. Like what sort of things do you turn back to when you feel it just really spiraling out of control? So for me, I know I said before, but it's always starting off with some compassion for yourself, showing yourself that kindness and reminding yourself that it's not you being propelled back to the beginning of your journey. It's a tiny speed bump in the road and it's one that you're going to get over and you've done it many times before you've been over bigger hurdles you just need to remind yourself that you know I need to just put my focus into what I've done before and I can do this and I really like to check in with myself so I will check check in myself as a whole check in with my physical body usually for me it's when I haven't drank enough water it makes me feel really physically not healthy and that leads to me feeling quite anxious. It's looking at my mental health. So what is it exactly that's making me feel anxious? How can I stop this? What techniques that I've learned along the way to manage my anxiety will stop this happening right now? And another great way of doing it is having a rant to whoever is close by to me or whoever I want to talk to. 
letting them know the anxious thoughts that are going around in my mind. And I find that's really helpful because you can get a different perspective and it proves to yourself that what you're thinking is not fact. And, you know, people can always give you some great advice, which is always helpful too. And another way of dealing with the anxious thoughts when I can feel myself spiraling a little bit is to reframe them. So this happened to me when I was doing, I'd done a couple of Instagram lives, but for some reason, this one had just got me. I don't know what triggered it. There was obviously some extra inner work that I needed to do, but I was having thoughts like, oh, I know I'm going to freeze. You're obviously going to freeze because you're anxious. Like everyone's going to laugh and then everyone's going to think you're a failure. And how can they listen to you talking about this when you're freezing and whatever else? And I just stop and let myself have those thoughts for a few minutes and just reframe them completely and take that control. And I changed it to, well, if I freeze, then I freeze. I'll laugh about it and it won't feel like such a big deal to everybody else as it does to me anyway. So I'll just move on and get on with what I want to say. I changed it to like, if I get my words mixed up, who cares? Like it's live. People know you might, you might mess up your words. Like even within this podcast, like I've mixed my words up, but it's just, it's just reality. It's just being a human being and that's fine. Um, And I also just like to set myself another baby step to towards making myself feel better about whatever I'm anxious about so I've had it before where I've been on on a roll with showing my face on my stories and then it will hit me I'll be a bit anxious and I'll hardly post at all and I'll just sit back and think how can I just push myself comfortably so that I'm not getting stuck in the cycle of avoidance with anxiety because Once you go down that cycle, it's really hard to get out of it again. So just set myself a little baby step of maybe just not talking, but putting a selfie up with some text on it. And through doing that, you're just setting yourself up in the most positive way to gradually getting back up to where you were and growing and growing even more. So baby steps, I I think, are just so important with anything, really. Yeah, 100%. Because we quite often and correct me if I'm wrong but I'm guessing it triggers your anxiety more is obviously setting big amazing goals or like a business vision or something you want to do and it could be whether you're in business or not whatever you're doing could be like you want to meet your dream man and you think I need to get it done today so then your mind starts going into overdrive of like the 50,000 tasks that you might need to do to get there oh I need to like do this on my Instagram I need to post 10 times I need to write about this I need to go on my lives and it it just turns into this big thing and then it's like if you actually just wrote down all the tasks that you need to do and then actually just did one of those a day for like 30 days you'd be shocked how far you've gone and also you would start to build safety within the body and you'd actually start to trust yourself and the body so it might be like you might start off small and then gradually build up to like doing a reel and then doing a live. And it's like, you don't have to do it all in one day because confidence is built on baby steps. And the more that you take vulnerable action, the more that you are going to be able to build confidence within your body. Um, But unfortunately, confidence is only built through action and we can't become confident at something if we never 
take any action towards where we want to be. Um, so that's why I love the baby steps, because I think it's just important to instead of just stopping and not doing anything, just think what is one thing I can do tomorrow? And the one thing might be something really simple, like I'm going to just do my morning routine tomorrow so I can get back into alignment again. Or I'm going to just make sure that I prioritize a walk every day because it makes me feel good. And then I'll be able to take action from a place of calm instead of a place of frantic panic. Um, and another thing you said, actually, that I loved was the reframing. Um, really just reframing everything that that's coming up. And it's almost like playing out the worst case scenario and how you would be able to be okay if that makes sense like yeah okay well if I mess up my words one person might laugh but is that really about me or them are are they insecure because then it takes it off you then and then you can start to be like okay it's not even about me um so I'm safe because it's not about me and I just think those techniques even though they sound quite simple they're so powerful to move through um things and just to really bring you back into calmness um so you can take action and you can start to feel confident because inevitably confidence like I said is just built on action um and safety in the body um so obviously you're quite a way along your journey um people might be listening to this and be like I've just always felt this way. I'm always going to be this way. But listening to this, hopefully maybe they've got a little bit inspired that it doesn't have to be that way. Um, What sort of basic tips could you give for someone at the very start of their journey who are maybe like, I'm not ready to do like some of the deep inner healing. I just want to start with something small and then like build that up. Yeah, I, I think to start small, the best thing to do is journal. To either work with a coach or do a bit of your own research on some journal prompts that are based around anxiety. That can be so helpful to dive in a little bit, to just dip your toe in to exploring how you feel about your anxiety, why you're feeling a bit anxious, how you can help yourself. And I find that with journaling as well, I feel like it's a little bit underrated, but in a sense, it's so powerful because even if you didn't use any prompts or anything like that, and you literally did like a huge brain dump of all your anxious thoughts and got them physically out onto the paper. And if you got a little bit witchy, like I like to, and go into the garden safely and screw it up into a ball and set it on fire until it's gone, that could be so therapeutic without having to go really deep into you know what may have happened in your life to make you anxious or whatever else it may be for each individual person that can be a good little step to yeah look into it more but also build your confidence up to go that little bit deeper and I think naturally you find once you start to make a tiny bit of progress it's a bit like a good addiction because you see that you've grown a little bit and you think oh maybe I could go a little bit more and more and more and more until you just feel unstoppable and yeah. every single person can do that because I mean I was to the point where it was really debilitating couldn't leave the house Sundays couldn't leave the bed it wasn't just a little bit of you know I'm feeling anxious today or I'm a bit of a nervous person it was it was quite severe so anybody who knows me personally or has lived through that with me kind of looks at me now and is like oh my gosh, like you're a, di- you're a different person. 
or I didn't think you were actually going to be starting doing this. Like, it's amazing. And I'm like, well, thank you so much. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to do this, but anybody can do this. You don't have to live a life of feeling that way. It It's manageable. And it's just taking those baby steps as we spoke about and finding ways to help yourself. And it can be really fun too, along the way. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And the brain dump thing, actually, I, I love to do something with the brain dump, which takes it like a, a next level, which actually just made me think about it. Then it's like, once you're in your brain dump, you can almost separate the things that are actually in your control in that moment. And then write a list of the things that are really out of your control and then burn the things that are out of your control because you literally can't do anything about them. Like something, an example recently might be like, my flight's going to get cancelled. Is that in your control? Can you literally do anything about that if that actually occurs? But I know quite a few close people to me have been like stressed about that. And I'm like, but you literally can't control the flight being cancelled it's like completely out of your control but then like once you've got rid of all the things that are out of your control you can look at the things that are in your control and then actually say well what can I do to break these down like what what could what could like be one action step I could take like you said doing the small action steps every day um to work through those and um yeah I just love like the journaling like so many people what's the word not underrate is that a word yeah underrate underrate is that a word yeah yeah definitely. Um, underrate journaling <laughs> it's like it's almost like I need to obviously go to a doctor seek medical help if you feel like you need it get that actual professional support but yeah as a first step like journaling how you're feeling is such a therapeutic way and I mean I've worked with a therapist and one of her recommendations was to journal how I was feeling, get it on the paper, even read it out loud to myself. Like today I am feeling and that's okay. Like, yeah, completely. I feel like I'm I'm now we're speaking about this. I feel like I need to like get my journal out and have a big like burning session and release everything. Like I absolutely love it. It just, it does. It feels amazing. And just psychologically, it's so good to watch that physically burn away. And then as you said, I love your like idea of splitting it up because then you can look at it in so much more detail and almost make a plan. And then your the things that you can control, you've sorted. There's no need to sit worrying about it because you've already made your plan to what you're going to do to help yourself. Yeah. And then the things that you, I love are burning. I, I actually love burning things. I'm like, <laughs> I'm a bit of a witch, to be honest. Me too. I just love the smell of fire. Like I'm obsessed with the smell of fire, um, like matches, anything. And so, yeah, I do love a good burning sesh, but a bit of safety advice for anyone who's listening, please <laughs> yeah. do this outside if you can. Well, actually do it outside because I don't want anyone's house to set on fire. And I like to get like a fireproof bowl or like a dish or you can do it on a barbecue and just actually just put it into something that is fireproof. And then I always like to have a glass of water just in case yeah, it I was gonna say. get a little <laughs> out of control um, because we're all for the safety um but yeah I really really love everything we spoke about I just think it's so magical and so powerful and you're a living breathing example that you really can work alongside your anxiety and actually create your own magic and actually move from a place of feeling quite stuck and lost to actually building a life and a business that really like supports you and also helps other women do the same so I love that um thank you 
Oh, I, I, honestly, I love, I love that we connected. I feel like we were always meant to connect at some point. Me too. Um, <laughs> so I always like to end my podcasts with some quick fire questions. Um, so the first one is, what does authentically out there mean to you? Because obviously that's the name of the podcast. So for me, being authentically out there is being unapologetically you, speaking your mind and your truth and sharing your messages, your power, your purpose and your beauty with the world and always staying true to your own values and morals along the way. I love that. Um, What is one thing you wish you had known sooner? Oh, For me, it would definitely be that putting the work into working on my mindset and my beliefs and past traumas and being consistent with it has the most amazing results and it literally has enabled me to enjoy my life to the fullest and not to take life so seriously because life is so short and just have fun. Yeah, I love that. I love that. We all take ourselves a little bit too seriously sometimes. Always. Put on your favourite song, dance around for a little bit, shift yes. that energy. I love yeah. that sort of sort of vibe. Um, what book are you currently reading? So I've literally just started The One Thing by Gary Keller. Um, I've just started it, but it's essentially about creating focus around the one thing that will move you towards the next level of success or reaching your goals. Um, I love a good personal development book, but as you mentioned earlier on in the podcast of just breaking it down and focusing on one thing, it's essentially all about that. So I'm really looking forward to getting a bit more into that book this month. Oh, I love that. And then finally, I know we've already had a quote earlier today, but what is one quote that inspires you the most? So I just, I have to repeat it again because it's just so important, but the one of what others think of you is none of your business and it truly isn't. So just don't even give it a thought or worry about it. But also this is another quote that I love, which is to do with manifesting and releasing to the universe. And it's really simple. It's just, it's this or something better. Yeah, I love that. If you don't get what exactly what you need, it's because it's not meant for you and something better's on the way. So yeah, get excited. Yeah, I think that about like quite a lot of the men that I've dated at the time. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is the end. And now I'm like, okay, that was why yeah. it didn't work out because I needed something better. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I had to do the healing on myself. And then I was like, oh, the universe was literally getting rid of them because they were not the right ones. <laughs> the universe always has your back, always. Yeah, 100%. Oh, well, I've loved having you on today. It's been such a pleasure, as always. Um, amazing. I would love Thank you for you having to... me. Oh, no, it's been so amazing. Um, I'd love you to let my lovely listeners know where they can find you and connect with you. And if they have any questions on anything that you've spoken about, um, hopefully they can drop you a little DM. Yeah, they can come and find me on at Coached by Nicole. I would absolutely love to speak to some of you guys on there. I've just also released my own podcast today. So it's my first ever episode. It's um, called Intuitively Speaking with Nicole. Had to think for a second then. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited about it. But definitely come over and say hi. I just love meeting new like-minded people. 
Oh, I've loved that. And I'll put everything in the show notes. I'll link your podcast and I will also put your Instagram so that people can go and find you. Um, But yeah, thank you you so much, my love. Um, And yeah, I'll catch up with you very soon. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Authentically Out There podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave me a little review. It would mean the world and share it with someone else who may benefit. Can't wait to see you on the next episode, my love.